Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adore and Talk Sports, the only podcast that talks about every single team in the sport being discussed. I'm your host, Anaru himself. Today, another episode of the Super Bowl case, where every single day I pick an NFL team and make a Super Bowl case for them in 10 minutes or less. Uh, today's team, we'll find out in a second as I spin the wheel to find out what team I'm talking about. Be sure to check out the link in the description below for Humble Bundle, a program that I'm affiliated with. Uh, if you go down there, you can check out different game, book, and software bundles that help to support the content we create here, as well as supporting different charities for different bundles. There's also regular games that you can purchase on this site as well. It's a great site, highly recommended for their charitable donations to all sorts of different organizations. For the support that they're giving us here, uh, any purchases that you make can help support the content we create here. Uh, to check out and make sure it's working, go down to the link description down below. Uh, that's words. Uh, go ahead and click any bundle that you're interested in. They change all the time. And then when you go to the adjust donation tab, you can see a Durin as part of the uh, options there. Go ahead and toss a couple bucks my way if you're interested in supporting the content we create here or any other show that I do. Now, the team has been selected. This one's going to be a tough one, but I think that I can make it work is the Houston Texans. Now, obviously, every single team has a chance of winning the Super Bowl. That's it's it is It is incorrect to say that there is a team that does not have a chance. Texans are probably near the bottom of that list when it comes to the Vegas odds, but there is an avenue here for the Texans to win the Super Bowl, or at least get there. Number one, and un unlike other teams where I, I try my best but inevitably fall into the trap of uh, talking about the quarterback, here I'm actually going to do that. So the Houston Texans moved away from Deshaun Watson, drafted Davis Mills last year, who in my opinion was probably the second best rookie of the rookies that were playing last year. Now, that could be due to a variety of circumstances, and that doesn't necessarily correspond to how their career is going to turn out. But for last year, for their rookie year, Davis Mills was pretty solid. Uh, definitely was playing like a rookie at times, as all rookies do, but had a couple of cl clutch plays, good wins, and stuff like that that have been able to benefit the Texans overall. He's adding to that talent here, Davis Mills is. Uh, there's more talent around this team than I think some people are giving credit for. There's a few key players I like to think of. Uh, Marlon Mack is on this team now. He was pretty solid while on the Colts, and now he's here. Uh, along with him is Rex Burkhead, Damian Pearson, Royce Freeman as the running back group. That's a pretty okay running running back group that has a little bit of everything needed. You got some pass catchers, you got some running backs that can run the ball. Power style, juking style, juking style, uh, evasion style, if you want to go with that, and so on and so forth. Uh, when it comes to the wide receiver group here, headlined, of course, by Brandon Cooks, who I think is a criminally underrated wide receiver, consistently putting up 1,000-yard seasons, despite basically having a brand-new quarterback every single time, every single year, it's a brand-new guy. And Cooks has been uh, very underrated, and so he's headlining this group that's also got Nico Collins, uh, John Mechie third, Chris Conley, Chris Moore, Philip Dorsett, and a few other folks here. Uh, this wide receiver group, I think, has a little bit of that. I think Cooks is going to have another underrated, somehow ends up with, you know, 70 catches for a thousand yards or something along those lines like uh that seems to be the standard for brandon cooks am i about to go on a brandon cooks uh you know like just full-on uh conversation here absolutely brandon cooks very underrated let's uh, let's talk about this i mean look last year okay with davis mills as the starting guy uh played all six played 16 games in the season started those 16 games caught 90 passes for 1030 yards right the year before that 81 passes for 1150 He's constantly doing this. He's had one, two, three, four, five, six thousand yard seasons in his eight year career. Uh, one of those seasons with the with the uh, the his very first season with the uh, with the Saints um, was a season where he only played in ten games and has only started seven of them and still caught fifty three passes for five hundred fifty yards. And then his last season with the Rams was a fourteen game. Uh, season where he caught 42 passes for 583 yards. But basically, outside of that, he's consistently putting up 1,000-yard seasons and is very good. That's my Brandon Cooks rant. Uh, so he's there. Um, 
offensive line exists as well. Laramie Tunsil headlining this group that has some talent on there and is going to try to hold up Davis Mills on the defensive side of the ball. You've got a number of different players, and most of these players actually looking at it are players that did not pop off the screen. But despite all of that, uh, headlined by a few people, Jonathan uh, Greenard, uh, Rashim Green, uh, Kamu Gruder-Hill, Eric Murray, and a few other folks on this team, uh, David Stingley, the Devin Sting, Derek Stingley, sorry, Derek Stingley Jr. is the rookie that they just drafted, high draft pick. I think it was number three overall, first corner off the board. Uh, if he has a dominant uh, rookie performance, then that's going to boost it up as well. And the big thing that we want to talk about here, the the big headline for the Texans, how they win the Super Bowl. Well, they've got a guy who's made it to the Super Bowl, Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith, now the head coach of the Texans after former stints with the Chicago Bears for a very long time and the Buccaneers for a shorter time. Uh, when on the Bears in particular, had an extremely good defense that eventually carried the Bears to their only other Super Bowl exp- uh, or bleh, only other Super Bowl appearance beside the '85 Bears, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and that team, you know, ran through with uh, with players on their offense that weren't particularly great. Headlined by Rex Grossman, uh, who was not the first guy you think of when you think of top tier Bears quarterbacks, uh, but through the powers of that defense, headlined by like Brian Urlacher. Uh, I think Peanut Tillman was on that team uh, and a few other folks. Uh, that defense was extremely dominant, and that plus Devin Hester led them to the Super Bowl. So Lovey Smith going to try to work with the team that they got here. He's been a defensive mastermind uh, throughout his career and tr- going to really try to boost this defense that they've got here on the Texans side of things. Uh, their schedule itself looks somewhat difficult. They go up against, though, they've got some key areas that they can win. Number one, they're in the AFC South, which in and of itself isn't one of the top-tier divisions. Um, the, you know, the real threats in this division come from popular opinion are the Titans and Colts. Jaguars are probably not in that mix. Texans themselves are not in that mix. But the Texans, as is always, with the division matchup, you can never count out a division opponent when it comes to facing each other. Uh, it looks like they also go up against the uh, NFC East, I'm an NFC East Eagles fan, but even I can admit, you know, the division isn't exactly all that. And in fact, they go up against the Eagles, Giants, and Commanders in three straight weeks, so that's going to be fun. Um, and then on top of that, it looks like they're also going up against, uh, I want to make sure I'm right here, uh, they've got the Bears on this list. They go up against the AFC West, which is going to be a tough out um, for them. But if they're able to get past that, the first half of their season is really interesting. So they go up against the Colts in the divisional matchup, the Broncos, Bears, Chargers, Jaguars. If they can get through that step, that stretch, because then they have their bye week, they can get through that stretch relatively easily. The latter half of their season, significantly easier. Their biggest threats there, immediately following the bye, is a Raiders game, but they do have the bye week to their advantage uh, to plan out and prepare a little bit more. And then from there, it's a bunch of potentially winnable games. They go against the Titans and the Eagles, Giants, Commanders, as mentioned previously, the Dolphins, the Browns themselves. We're not sure what their quarterback situation is like. The Cowboys. And then we get back to a difficult team, the Chiefs, Titans, divisional matchups with question mark, Jacksonville, Indianapolis to round it out. So the Texans, if they can get through their early start of the season, their first seven weeks includes a bye week and then a bunch of tough opponents. Uh, so if they can get past that, then they could make a run later on. And typically, you want to make your runs later in the season because then you can build that momentum into the playoffs itself. At that point, if they make it to the playoffs, then it's you know it's all good there, right? Once you make it to the playoffs, the Texans can do what they've never done before, funnily enough. This team, of course, a brand-new team established in 2002. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, they have never made it past the divisional round. I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have never made it past the divisional round of the playoffs uh, which I'm going to say, 
I'm not 100% sure about this, but I'm going to say that's the only team that has that situation that has never made it to a championship game. I think everybody else has made it to at least one uh, in history, uh, in at least the established history of the NFL. So the Texans, of course, Davis Mills is going to have to headline, Davis Mills, Lovey Smith, and the rest of this team is going to have to headline uh, a ground-breaking Texans team that is able to do the impossible and make it to a championship game. Uh, but I, there's definitely an avenue to do so. I think Davis Mills, the growth that he's going to have, uh, because there is a little bit of pressure on him. I don't think many people are even watching the Texans uh, compared to all the other phenomenal teams out there that are like, oh, I've got all these name brand teams. But uh, the Texans themselves, and Davis Mills in particular, uh, this is the season kind of like, because of Davis Mills was drafted not in the first round. I forget if it was a third or fourth round draft pick. Um, but because he was not drafted in the first round, this year, his second season, is kind of like a year three for the uh, for quarterbacks that are drafted in the first round, like the make-it-or-break-it type of year, because if he's not able to at least show something here, uh, then the Texans might look elsewhere for another quarterback, because if I'm not mistaken, uh, other quarterbacks drafted not in the first round have their four-year contracts, four-year rookie contracts, while first-round picks have that fifth-year option that's available. And generally, you know, they pick up the option... Uh, as an opportunity to to hold on to your quarterback for a little bit more time, but or make the deal after that third season. So if I'm approaching this the same way, Davis Mills is going to be in that same situation, just shifted back a year. So this is sort of a make it or break it year for Davis Mills in that he's got to show not only an ability to understand the system, but be able to show enough to have the Texans continue to invest in him as opposed to drafting another potentially higher ranked or better guy. Uh, but that is the Texans situation that is also going to end this episode. Texans, of course, have a chance, but we can find out. Does tomorrow's team have a chance as well? Uh, all you have to do is subscribe. Make sure you're following in every way, shape, or form that you do. Thank you very much for listening. Until tomorrow, brand new team, brand new Super Bowl case. Until then, take care. <laughs>